doing? The WWF Championship back there. Hi. I know. I'm about to say hi. <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome to Kill the Bottle Podcast. I was waiting for Megan to sit down. Uh, Eddie Zamora, a.k.a. the Yum Yum Foodie. And, of course, Senorita Megan sitting right here adjusting audio. Megan, um, what are we drinking today? We're drinking beer from yep. um, a place called Pacific Plate Brewery. And we are at Pacific Plate Brewery. I know. It's a, it's a really like a quadruple party here with all these freaking beers so there's that's exciting yeah. yeah i feel like we should get to that one first because it's melting okay so like that is slushy. that's called some strawberry slushy deal so uh, <laughs> you want that yeah i'll try okay it. try that one this is a mango pineapple slushy so they have slushy beers here at this place this is in monrovia by the way yeah monrovia guys if you've ever seen the back of a trader joe's container and it says monrovia california that's where megan and i are right now we're also with our our guest and you know for those of you who are new to the show you're gonna, you know, you're gonna get excited, and you're gonna go back to listen to him on previous episodes, of, episodes of the show. But we've got musician, songwriter, uh, Bass Pro Shops hat wearer, <laughs> all level of badassery, and of course, I mean, I always like to say drummer because my dad's a drummer, so I have so much respect for drummers. But welcome back to Kill, back, Kill the Bottle Podcast, uh, Senor. Omar Tavares. Omar Tavares. Omar Tavares. Now, thank you. I, you know, it's funny. I had to hurry up and introduce you uh-huh. because we got to get to the beer, Let's and you're the, the guest, beer. so you got to get to take I'm your there. take your pick. Uh, as you can see, they put these lovely beer flights on here. Gosh, we yeah, have, don't don't we don't have don't keep your. Gun I'm going to start back this way. Whatever this is, that yeah. I believe is a guava IPA yeah. right Oof. there. Nailed it. Guava. That's a guava Easy. IPA. Um, I'm going to go with. Should I do one of these annoying? One of these. Check it out. There. But yeah. <laughs> Why? You know what's funny? That Normally, so good. I don't go for mango anything flavor, so I'm going to go good. with this like slushy mango deal here. Mm. All right. Mm. So the guava is an American IPA. Well, that shit's mm. good. And it's 6.5% ABV. Oh, yeah. Um, it's it good? good. Yeah, it's yeah. very good. Can you taste guava? I can uh, a little bit. It's got the uh, the hint, the hint of guava. The hint of guava. This mango stuff is actually quite... T- Megan, you're you're like, because you're right there. Could you grab napkin? Because yeah. we're probably going to spill some schnikes yeah. all over the place some here. Some schnikes. And uh, you know we can't we can't spill it on this By the gazillion way, uh, dollar podcast. You, for, uh, you forgot in my intro the daytime wearing. Oh, that's right. He's wearing. Uh, we like to call them Jerusalem cruisers. Jerusalem cruisers. Yeah, um, they're like you know they're they're actually elevated Birkenstocks because they're not Birkenstocks. These are like off road Birkenstocks yeah. that Omar's wearing with tons of tread. Yeah, yeah. Omar is wearing the like tree climbing version of yeah. Birkenstocks. I think you can Amazing. go to Joshua Tree and those guys. For and, sure. What ha- did I miss? Did I miss something? What happened um, to you? Did you used to be a city boy? Have you always been some country outdoorsman? Well, I'm from Florida, mm-hmm. well, Miami. Yes, but we, know um, that. we do have a brass pro shop just like Ooh. maybe five a mile north of County Line Road. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In Hollandale. It, is like, yeah. it is like an adventure. You, it's yeah. got a lake. It's but I know got... how to fish. I can fish. I can yo-yo fish. I can regular rod fishing. I can do it all. Yo-yo fish for for the people is ghetto fishing. Who are not from Miami? <laughs> it, it's it's literally like a spindle yep. wheel, the plastic wheel that you hold in your hand, mm-hmm. and then attached to said wheel is your fishing line. Yep. And you're you know pray put on if you got lucky get some gloves. Hopefully you don't get anything that's too strong because it's gonna cut a hole in your hand. Yeah. Can I you? once caught a manta ray with a yo-yo fi- uh, fishing scenario. What? Yeah, like a huge manta ray. I was like, God, why is this t- so tough to oh to like rotate in back in. 
And when I finally pulled it up, you just saw the body of the Ooh. fucking huge manta ray like, coming out of the water. And we had to cut the line. And, you know, you're not, you're not supposed to grab it. No, those. of course not. Um, <laughs> you know, that's like something nuts. Yeah. Manta ray, like Japan, they're probably like, hold on, we're going to make a soup with this. We're going to do this yeah. with that. In, in Miami, you're like, no, but throw that shit back. <laughs> what are we going to do with that? Nobody but uh, that. It, down in the Keys, um, you can do a lot of really great yo-yo fishing. It's super easy. I mean, they bite any line. So it's kind of yeah. cool. We yeah. just always catch a... We, my, I had my my dad and my, you know my family had little sailboats mm-hmm. as a kid. I think the biggest we ever had was like a sixteen footer, and then we always tried to sail mostly as like twelve, thirteen foot yeah sailboat. And we, my dad would pack the little yo yo uh, uh, reels, sure. let's say. And uh, one time I was just a curious kid, and we had aluminum foil from whatever ham sandwich we brought. So I put the aluminum foil on the hook, and we threw it off the back of the boat while we were sailing. But this was Keep Us Cane, and we're sailing back. And I see, boom, I see a fish flying out of the water behind it. Dude, we caught like a two-foot barracuda. Oh, that. my God. Because they're attracted to just like metallic. They think it's a fish. Yeah, so. they see it glitter. It kind of glitters in the yeah, water. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I know. And I was like scared shitless because it was all teeth. If you've ever caught a barracuda, yeah, they're scarier are, looking they're, than sharks. Yeah, they're yeah, scary. I don't like yeah. that. Yeah. No. I, I mountain fish. Right? I, I yeah. mountain oh, fish. I got nice. trout. Yeah. And keystone and... Mm-hmm. Vale and Aspen up there. I have yet to get involved in that. I want to do fly fishing and, um, yeah. and fish for trout. Love not, I feel like the places I used to go as a kid are all like fished out now, which is really sad. Cause you mean, oh, they, no fish at all? Yeah, mm. like none at yeah. all. Because I, I went there when I went through my one of my breakups. Is that what you do? Go fishing? I did go fishing Some people alone. go like breakup shopping. <laughs> I went breakup fishing and I was like, I'm going to get a trout and I'm going to take it home and I'm going to eat it and I'm going to I'm gonna kill it and do everything myself. And I couldn't get the fucking trout. Like that would be the first step. Fuck, you should have just gone I to just, Whole Foods and bought a trout. I, just, I mean, like, fuck it. And then just filleted it when I you got home. I wanted to feel prime, like, yeah. uh, like you know, yeah, natural. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's an, it. it is an accomplishment yes. of sorts. To eat, regardless, if you've never done the whole process on your own to go and do that, that's, mm-hmm. a, you know. It's hard I, to. I, I, I used to watch my grandpa like kill the fish. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think I can ever do it. But this is one of those things. I was like, I'm going to do this. It's like a coming of path, like a coming of path, whatever. Coming of yeah, age. Coming yeah, coming of age. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. didn't work out. What? What? Where in um, the Colorado area is this? Keystone. Keystone. Is that north of Boulder or something? Or? Um, it's it's west. Okay, cool. I want to say yeah. It's it's that towards whole the Rockies. Area, Breckenridge. Breckenridge. Keystone, oh yeah, I know exactly. Vail, they're all in the like, yeah. same area. I know exactly. And I, about. my grandparents used to own land there, and there was a big landslide when they built the gondolas that took out my grandparents' land. Mm-hmm. And in like I think the lawsuit, the gondola company just bought everyone who had land there like a house. Oh wow! They built it, so it's right by the gondolas. Shit, I need a lawsuit. <laughs> I, I know, bro. That's, and I got married up there at the house. Oh wow! Like, oh, so man, it's, just, yeah. it's like it goes back. So I was, I was like going through a depression. A lot of history there. Back to yeah. naked in the <laughs> wild fishing. Yeah, you know, lots you know, of history. Which is funny. I'm, I'm for a second. I was, I was like, shoot, are we going to be live on the PAs at the at this brewery? But thank God we are not, because there are children in here. There are. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and mind you, guys, the kids are not drinking. Don't no, worry. No, that's they're drinking a Minute Maid apple but juice. But they're just staring at us awkwardly. Could drink um, this. And uh, yeah, I was like, oh my god. I was like, wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Oh no, 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 no. They can't hear me. They can't hear you. <laughs> this is great. All right, good. Good, but good, the sound good, good. actually sounds pretty good. It sounds great. It sounds like well compressed and yeah, yeah. yeah. Even with this around, I'm sure you could you, you know isolate it, it later. Yeah, no, no, I, yeah. You want to turn your yours up a little bit? You're good. Yeah. 
awesome. Sounds great. great. Yeah, I know. It's, I'm, I'm I'm shocked at that. All right. I just want to say I'm so happy to see you guys again. By the way, it's been I'm about a year. Happy to see you. Yeah, no. Um, and oh. congrats on third season three now, right? Four. Season four. four. Season cuatro. Beautiful. Yeah. Season cuatro. Amazing. Which is fine because he listens to our show like at, at fast speed. So for him, it's like season three. Yeah, it's on X3. Yeah. <laughs> it, he does. Like, you know, I so sound when like you Alvin, chuck, when you, you chuckle, like <laughs> when you chuckle, or either of you chuckle, oh, it's no. like. <laughs> <laughs> we sound it's like awesome. Yeah. From fucking child's gonna, play. I didn't know I could go that fast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love it, though. It's great. I listen to every single podcast at that speed. What is so new in everything. the world of Omar? Man, you know what? I drive a 4x4 four four now. Yeah. I know. A luxury 4x4. Lux- She's sexy. Four by four Have you named beautiful. her yet? Uh, right now, Senorita Maria was the old one, and this one's called Big Mama. Big Mama. Big I Mama. like that. I yeah. like that. Big yeah. Mama. I like I'm that. happy, really happy with it. Um, it's been a really nice build. That's the terminology. This is the lingo for 4x4. Four four. It's a great build. And, uh, you know... Um, it's my rig. It's my rig. <laughs> but I, but that- I love it. The community is really cool. Um, shout out to my mechanic, David Lanza from uh, AG Motors. He's um, incredible. He, you know, he works on these specific cars. It's a basically a Land Cruiser. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Toyota Prado. Land but it's funny. I wonder if that's like part of like a rite of passage of moving to California. So it is absolutely. It's like you're, you get into like outdoorsy game. kind of stuff, right? New yeah. game. Drink every time you say rite of passage. Okay, next okay. one. Let's, uh, hold on. I'm, I'm about to hit this horchata. So <laughs> finish that guava one, bro. Oh, you want me to finish these? You I don't guess. have to. It's you don't have to. Yeah. I'm just sipping we'll on things, right. and then and then I'll, I'll I just fi- didn't want this one to melt. I'll go back. And it was weird. Yeah, very, this one's gonna melt too. So try this one, Megs. It's actually really tasty. But I feel like my my situation was I moved out here with like an Audi vehicle. Oops. Fumble. Oh, this is cool. This is like penicillin or something. <laughs> um, and then, um, and like, like, it's like medicine. It's like yeah. medicine. Kind of tastes like ma- like Malta. I remember the little school was oh, Cuban. Really? Yeah, malt. Yeah, it tastes malt, like this malted uh, stuff from Colombia that we like. drink in yeah. in Miami. Um, so when I moved out here, I had uh, like an Audi four door vehicle, right, like a sedan, mm-hmm. and then. Um, Realized that gas in that was crazy, so I got into a Prius, which is kind of everyone's yeah. journey, I think. In, in, in LA, everybody on this table either has a Prius or has had oh, a Prius yeah. at some point. Seven years Prius. later, yeah. I've fallen in love with the outdoors, and so, like, it was like, man, I love like an adventure truck. And it's a 14 year old <laughs> four by four, and it runs in Spanish, de maravilla. Yeah, no, and it's, and it's mar- marvelous. marvelous. Yeah, oh. yeah, it runs. Marvelously. Marvelously. Yeah. 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 No, no issues. Right. What a marvel. Mar- maravilla. Maravilloso. Maravilloso. Che, boluda. Practicing my Argentine accent. Argentine, right? Yeah. That's, hey, that, that's, that's how Argentine people speak. I know. That's it. They're, yeah, um, and, and what's going on in the world of musica, in the world of music? In the world of music, um, Man, I had a ton of releases uh, post during COVID and mm-hmm. lockdown and all that stuff. And I'm, uh, maybe we talked about that before. Um, but since last summer, um, I got kind of, I got thrown into just working on projects and stuff for like film and TV. I did one with a friend of mine that, um, but film and TV, like scoring stuff. So it's, it's composing. So you're not really, you're not scoring to a thing. You're just pitching oh, okay. songs that are, you know, that that are like uh, similar to other popular songs on the charts and kind of just like doing multiple genres so you do like an r&b group of five like r&b songs or a group of five reggae records or five you know like evergreen stuff soul too. yeah it's, it's very it's, so, so it's stuff not like that holiday theme this is you just can go anywhere with it you can go anywhere yeah cool. you can fit it in any kind of um, movie or commercial or series right um and so a lot this is it's a basically building content musical content 
Um, and then I just did that with a friend for fun just to, to see what's up. And then it ended up we, we worked really fast. My friend Mark Pelly, who's a guitar player for the band Magic. Um, we're just working together and we were encouraged to work in a specific genre. And out of that, we made like 14 songs or 16, maybe 10, 10 or 14 songs in a very short amount of time. Um, time. Did you catch that? I heard it. A very short that's amount my, of time. That's, that's just my <laughs> in, a, in a very short amount of time, we made like 14 out, songs, man. You check song, it out, bro. The time, this time, that time. <laughs> that time, two times. Wow. Uh, and then um, and within that pool of records, one made its way, you know, into... Uh, my uh my manager's ear and he was like this is really cool maybe we should release this and so we're we're slowly moving towards uh our first release as wow. as like a, a project thing oh, but wow. it might become something bigger and i'm really excited about that so it'll come out august 26th um we're excited about it you know? yeah so it's, it's crazy because you know you were uh, uh you know folks who haven't heard the show before omar omar was the touring drummer for pitbull's yeah. band for about seven years mm -hmm. so you were artist Essentially, I jumped yeah. into the artist's yeah. uh, uh, seat, wheel, whatever you want to call yeah. it, and I gave that a shot. And from there, I I, I was also writing, mm -hmm. um, and then I officially just went into songwriting for the past six and a half years, and you know, became a multi-platinum songwriter. Excited about that, and I'm, I'm but is proud this of project it. potentially you artist side as well, or uh, potentially artist side? But okay. the idea is not to go into it that way. It's more just um, just like you know, let's see what we get. Let's, yeah. let's let's see where it's at. There's there's a market for so many different types of style, uh, genres of music around the world. You know, and and a lot of people get folk. We focus on like the U.S. market so much that man people in asia are willing to listen to so many different styles of music and maybe that's where the that music will do well and flourish and and maybe use that uh that market to kind of influence australia the u.s canada europe so it's kind of just to see who likes what you know it doesn't mean that everybody around the, i mean everyone around the world yeah currently loves uh daddy yankee and uh, what's the other guy's name boboni Baboni, yeah. but uh, but there are other artists that people love around the world. You know, coincidentally, Brazil absolutely lo absolutely loves like Ed Sheeran and you know and Metallica and Foreigner and all these other bands and groups that are non Brazil uh, non Portuguese speaking artists. So that does exist elsewhere. English speaking uh, artists do well overseas. Yeah. So maybe that's what that's what, that how this might do well. There, Whether it lands in a movie or a commercial or a series, you know, you always say like, okay, at what what number of Instagram followers equal uh, people thinking that they can make money? Oh, that's four hundred and fifty-five thousand. You know, potentially, blah, blah blah. Is there? You know, they'll say like, oh, once you have ten thousand followers or five thousand followers, you may have brands that will start to reach out to you. To for X, Y, Z. Yeah. Is there a number like a litmus test number of streams that you start to say to yourself for an unknown artist? You're like, oh, somebody's paying attention now. We need to check this person out. So is it a hundred thousand? Is it a? I'll give you actually some some a better perspective. If you look at in, uh, so you know everyone's on uh, pretty much the entire globe, and the record labels are involved with um, with all the DSPs, the digital uh, shopping platforms. Mm -hmm. um, but on Instagram, uh, not Instagram, sorry, on Spotify, you do have the streams, but then the most important part's really like the li the monthly listeners. If you can get your monthly listeners to like. A few hundred thousand, or close to a million, or something, or even just ten thousand list monthly listeners. That's actually legit data. That's real data. Uh, streams are real. 
but you need the listeners first in order to get to the stream. Got it. So I think it's more important to build a monthly listener um, situation there. I don't know. Does, does Spotify and Apple do the same? Do, do they use like the same kind of data? Like Spotify, listeners or? Spotify lo- it basically is kind of like a, um, there's no, uh, you know, no, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like curtain. They kind of just let you see it all. Oh, wow. They show you the composer. They show you the producer. They give you all the credits. And they're also giving you data. You know, for us, mm-hmm. there's other data behind that too, but that's, you know, for labels and managers and artists to look at that we don't see as like the civilian wa- listening to Spotify or plugged into Spotify. But what they do allow you to see is the, the monthly listener. And then from your monthly listeners, they also give you down at the bottom because of what they listen to outside of your music. These listeners also like these other artists. So it kind of, it kind of pushes you to this other, the other artists that they like. So it's kind of just, you know, connecting the community of music. Um, but monthly listeners definitely are very important. Good to know. I, yeah, I'm like, I've always been fascinated by the yeah. math of how that shit I works. Think, I think a lot of artists get caught up with, the with. I got a lot of streams. No, you should really be pay- paying attention to your monthly listeners. That's that's where it's at. And you can see where your listeners are at. It could be Singapore. It could be Poland. It can be India. It's yeah, very it, important. It always trips us out or trips me out when Megan will, will text me. She's like, hey. We're number whatever. We're number in, three in Sri Lanka. In Sri Lanka, I'm <laughs> like, awesome. what? It's, pr- it's probably really. It's probably real. Thanks, it, oh, it's Sri true. Lankans. Is that yeah. what they call Sri Lankans? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I like thank you, Sri Lankans. Thank you, Sri Lankans. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I, I guess Sri Lanka is close to India, right? Am I yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that whole population down there is like second to China. From oh yeah. yeah. Like bo- Bollywood artists, India and all that. Yeah, huge, huge, huge. Like huge, huge. Yeah. You should you should go do a set in India, Megan. No. Yeah, you should. I've Why never not? even been over there. I've She'll never come been back in like fifty yoga poses. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I found Jesus. I think Lana's Morissette um, went and did like a whole like find herself in India, which came like into her new her album, like her second one after maybe maybe her second one after Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. Um. So she went and, like found herself there and had a whole like spiritual experience. Steve Jobs went down the same, same rabbit thing. hole. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I should go. You're right, Eddie. Yeah, do see, it. See you next time. Bye, guys. Do it. Hey. <laughs> uh, so I have a I have a confession to make. I mm-hmm. I saw I started watching this like terribly good, terrible show mm-hmm. on on TV. Uh, ever since uh, I can't remember the stupid name of the show on Netflix, like these like rando dating shows where is it the mirror or something where somebody's like on the other side of the fucking mirror. Oh. There's dating like on the spectrum. Uh, no, I haven't uh, seen that one yet, but I heard that's really good. Uh, no, this one is called The One That Got Away. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I started watching uh, that on Amazon Prime. I was like, eh, let me watch one, one, you, you know. gotta watch Dating on the Spectrum. Watch one of those episodes, and just so, you, you always see how, like, people are fucked up, and then you're just like, oh my god, life is so good. Yeah. I'm so glad I don't deal with this bullshit. But the premise of this show is, you know, they have a handful of f- people that come into to this, like, house, looks like in the middle of Malibu. And they're all trying to find love. Okay, whatever. And they have this, like, lame, poorly lit, like, smoky fucking vapor thing they call the portal where people are backlit and, like, you just see their silhouette and they walk in. Yeah. And they're all people from your past. Oh. People, uh. so hence the title, The One That Got Away. Um, and you can only have two people from your past inside the whole dating at a time. Yeah. And you send people home, you fucking new people show up at the portal, they come back. 
It is fucking crazy because it'll be it could <laughs> be an ex girlfriend. Do they know who it is, or do they know right away? Some of them don't because some of them it was somebody that was in elementary school with them that they're friends on Facebook, but they haven't spoken <laughs> in forever, and this person had a crush on them. Wow. Or some of it is like, oh, we were, you know, one of them is like I went to prom in a huge limo with all these other kids, and he was on a date with his like high school sweetheart, and then this girl was on a date with somebody else and they always had like a connection but they were always with other people. Right. So, dude, whoever does the research for this show, you got like a headache. I don't want that job at all. Isn't that crazy? They're like ex-CIA, anyway, Navy like, SEAL. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> like, waiting for the reunion show because I haven't posted that one yet. It's not out yet but I am perplexed by the level of dumb fuckery wow. that happened on there. <laughs> what, what is your trash TV, Megan? If you ever watch trash TV. I don't know what trash TV is. <laughs> I mean something I, that I like ninety like day something fiance right. okay. or something. Okay, like okay. I, I just said that. I have a confession to married make. At first, That's how you know it's married trash. Married at first sight. Okay, I have a confession to make. I watch Married at First Sight. I love uh. Married at First Sight. It's one of my and Dating on the Spectrum again. I have to plug that one. Oh my god, Dating on the Spectrum will make you just like look at your life and think like shut the fuck up. Nothing is wrong with you. Like <laughs> so, anytime you bitch about shit, I'm just yeah. gonna text you Dating yeah. on the Spectrum. And then it also makes you it makes you want to like date them because it's people on the spectrum and they're so honest. And they're just like, like I like butterflies, and the other person's like, I don't. And they're like, well, this isn't going to work out. And <laughs> they shoot it down immediately. And they're done. And I'm like, oh my god, I wish everyone dated this way. <laughs> that sounds like a date with Elon Musk. It's so amazing <laughs> oh, and sweet, and it's it's heart wrenching. And then they, some of them, find love and they get married. And oh, it's I don't cute. know. We're in the age of like trash television, but it's it's like good garbage. What do you, what's you? you? What do you about you? Oh, come on. What for that to, nobody oh, would shit. believe uh, that you because Omar 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 has like he's like a fucking teddy bear but sometimes he'll have this like you know persona of uh, he is a tough guy but he's a fucking teddy bear aggression yeah Omar Omar aggression <laughs> and you know are you watching Care Bears like what is your shit bro what are you um, what are you Omar aggression Omar aggression what is your Omar aggression what is your well um it just it, I guess so Netflix went up to fifteen dollars and forty five cents so oh, I yeah. canceled that shit yeah I'm done with Netflix no, fuck except you. Netflix. my stock is now I'm only rocking may, maybe Hulu uh, hopefully I don't know or uh, and Prime and and mm -hmm. Disney so out of all of that. A TV show, man. I think Ninety Day Fiance is the funny one. It's kind of like the only. Uh, you like that one? Yeah, that one's kind of funny. I didn't, Just because they've been they've been they've been going to Dominican Republic a shit ton. I I have Dominican parents. Yeah. I was born here in the United States, but um, when I was a child, I'd go back to Dominican Republic a lot with my mom to visit our family. Um, but like recently, they are they are. Can, like everyone on the show, they, they always have a Dominican guy, or or it's usually a Dominican guy with a girl. And um, it's just like shit, man. They're, thanks for representing my, my people. I, I love it. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna give this. Uh, I'm gonna go back to the drinks for a second. I'm gonna go for the abyss. This is the abyss. Yeah, I just the had. Abyss. I just took a swig of that, and it is. It's a dark, deep hole. Yeah. I'll tell that you that much. A new. It almost tastes like wine with Guinness. It's you know, like it, their strongest beer. It's like ten points. It's oh, it actually is. really good. It's I'm not good. No, it's very yeah. tasty, but it's it. one of those. I'll go for all it. Right, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm fighting yeah, every the, urge the, that I have because I'm not so a michelada good. drinker. I know. Not, I no, really I think I'm, only one of us should mess with that because it's got all the all the. No, the, I'm just the gonna get a one on little corner. Okay, cool. Hmm. That's not for me. You're so. Well, no, it's not. It's just not a. You like, of all people. Michelada is like the Bloody Mary of beer. Yeah, I love Michelada. This tastes amazing. Do you like Bloody Marys? Yeah. Oh, my God. I like but Bloody Marys. Like blood no, Michelada's that, that side's you. Yeah, I love That's that phenomenal. That's one of my favorite drinks ever. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not my favorite. I'm going to have one of those before we get out of here for sure. Like a real... Like, like a real one? Like a spear. 
Yeah, so I mean, good. It's good. Cool. Like, it's, so you can good. tell it's a good beer. It's just not my first. Yeah. Like, uh, that's I don't so know. weird. I would think that if you like Bloody Marys, you'd be pretty good with these. I don't like Bloody Marys because I sometimes think that they're either too tomato or too vodka. Right. And that's why I like. This Bloody is a little Mary. more. Yeah, the, it's got the yeah the carbonation. If you it. want the the best Bloody Mary I've ever had, uh huh. Which is not like I'm I'm not a Bloody Mary connoisseur. It's not the first thing I order, but this one was so freaking amazing that I took a sip and I was like. Holy oh. shit! This is the most delicious thing. Um, there's a f- iconic restaurant called Nobu. Uh, Nobu has a location in Malibu, right on the water. Yeah. It is freaking. It's one of the most beautiful places to go have a drink, go eat, just because you're on the like literally the waves crash like right next to the. And they make a a, a Japanese uh, Bloody Mary using all you know Japanese ingredients. Uh, it's super smoky. Everything is fresh in house, and of course, it's like a super secret recipe. And man, I I was like, it's the most complex like freaking drink. I was like, okay, yeah, this is not your typical like brunch mess me up drink. This is <laughs> this is like an event. Like I will drive out here just to have this just to have. Here. And the view is yeah. nice too. Yeah, I yeah, had, yeah. It's so I had a it's the last experience I had there was a complete shocker for me. So I was there by myself. I had booked in advance, and I wanted to do the tasting menu because they have a tasting menu. Hmm. So I did it, and then lo and behold, the person I was working for at the time, Adam Corolla, and Matt D'Andrea show up. Oh. And they're like, come sit with us. So I had Did they pay? Adam ended yes. up buying my entire tasting <laughs> menu. I don't know if he knew we bought it. I think he just like gave him the card. But I was like, this is the best experience ever. And I had like just started. Like I was only a couple months into the job. So I was like, this is awesome. Which is amazing because you've had Thomas Keller buy you dinner. Yes. And then Adam Corolla Adam- paid for your fucking tasting <laughs> yes. menu. Like Jeez, for real. Bro. And she didn't have to bang any of those no, two. No, I yeah. didn't bang <laughs> any like, of It's them. even like, you know. In fact, I'm upset that the guys <laughs> I bang don't pay for my dinner more often. <laughs> I'm going to stop banging anybody. <laughs> On a brighter note. Here. On a brighter note. Um, the all-nighter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> It's a good little segue it's into. It's a good segue. Mm. The all nighter. What does it taste I like? I like to, it's got coffee in it. It tastes like it Wait, has yeah. like, a, like a coffee tone. Yeah. This. Yeah. That, that is really very interesting. That is I haven't very tried cool. that one yet. I tried the peach one right now. This is nice. This yeah. is pepino. Ah. And it tastes like it. Pepino. It would be it like cucumber, no? Pepino. Yeah. Pepino for us is cucumber. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, this is, it smells like cucumber water. Ah. Cucumber. As we say in. Uh, in, in, this is in like French. funky cucumber Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I don't think that's funky cucumber water. That's good. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. I'm good. Hopefully, <laughs> neither <laughs> of you have monkeypox because yeah. we have just like shared enough. Uh, we have, yeah. We're little, good. Little, little cervezas here. Yeah. Which one have I not tried? Mm-hmm. I think this oh, sorry, one, guys. This you have to listen to us try a bunch of beer. You understand? This is, it looks like a, a game of beer pong in front it of us does. with this all of like these a, little glasses. This is like the horchata. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. I'll move this out of the way so there's nothing falls. There you go. Let's see. Yeah. Let's try uh, the horchata. Mm. Give it a little taster. That's good. Yeah. That's nice. I haven't tried it. You know what's funny? <laughs> it tastes, um, it reminds me a little bit of, you know, laugh, but I love Fernet Branca. Oh, but right. That's not, yeah. that, Fernet's that's... super bitter, but that reminds me of a hint of okay. Fernet. That's what I meant when I said, like, uh, originally when I tried it, it's it, it like um, penicillin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where you came up with fellas, yeah. penicillin. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, it tastes a little bit, it reminds me of Fernet. It tastes like a digestif. It has, like, a nice yeah, uh, a herbal quality right. to it. It's, it's good. It's, this one is their most popular. I was, I was, trying, really nice. I was trying to say that, yes, Fernet, but penicillin was penicillin. the first thing that came out of it. Dude, so I would love to, like, braise, like, a chunk of meat in, in oh, that. Yeah. Ah. Like, I would love to braise... 
a pork shoulder, Megan. No. Uh, I would love to braise a pork, pork. shoulder. Uh, just so pork on the whole menu the whole night. Invite Megan over. <laughs> Just for the pork. Uh, no, like I just wanna I wanna invite make it over so I have leftovers. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. <laughs> but, I want a fucking steak the next time I come to your house. I'm done. Yeah? I'm done. All right. I'll bring it. Can oh, by the way. <laughs> so I love like flank bring steak, like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. like churrasco, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Um Oh, and don't this? overlook skirt steak, by the way. Super huh? cheap. And it, I think oh, yeah. it's oh, yeah. just yeah, yeah, falda. Is what we call it in Spanish. Yeah. Flank steak. Flank, flank skirts are they the same? Flanks? They're similar, but they're, similar. they're yeah, they're in the same skirts family. And it's not it's yeah. not to be consumed all the time. No, right? it's super high in it, you know um, fattiness. So but it's good. I went to a restaurant which I never go. To. It's Granville, Grain, Granville, Grain, Granville. Granville yeah. solid. Their steak and potato. It's solid, man. Damn, like the, well, really well, like yeah. phenomenal. The one by me in Pasadena is like the only one that it's the only rooftop anything in Pasadena. Yeah. So it's always slammed because it's like a three or four floor restaurant. Wow. And you get a view. Uh, and then the, the rooftop has like its own separate bar, oh, cool. its wow. own vibe. Uh, but the food there is solid. Wow. The food at Granville's Dude, good. They have they have one in North Hollywood. They have one in Burbank. They have one in Pasadena. Yeah. The yeah, Studio, Studio City, City one. one. Yeah. 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 That I've been to the one always, in Burbank and the one in Studio City. The Studio City one slammed all the time. Like always. They open at, at, I don't know, they're open all the time, but their dinner their dinner time is like a line out the door. Oh. It's insane. Yeah. I think maybe their menu might be a little more, I don't know. They Different. just they just look like, I had the steak there. It's phenomenal. It's incredible. I'm Megan, you're going to make steak? No, I said I'll bring it to <laughs> no, you. I know you said that. I'm just going to, I'm, I'm trying to hypnotize you into saying you're going to make steak. No. <laughs> I do. I like never order pork anywhere else because I know eventually I'll just eat it at Eddie's. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever, man. Yeah, yeah. It's freaking delicious. Don't mess with pork so, anywhere else. Just go to Eddie's. Gonna, Eddie's I, Eddie knows his. Eddie knows how to throw down some pork. It's good, man. Uh, what do you want? It's so good. But I would totally. Yeah, the, that's one thing I really liked uh, about that beer in particular. Besides the fact that it reminds reminds me of Fernet, but it's not as like strong. Yeah. Um, but oh, man, this, this imagine neck. that caramelized on top of a roast or on top yeah. of ribs. Oh, oh man, man. that'd be I'll killer. Take that ribs. Pork. Yeah. How hey, so me ribs? I have a question about ribs. Is is Tony Roma's just a Florida thing? No. I th- no, 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 no. Because I remember there's one. In, there used to be one in Manhattan. I don't know if there was. There one was anymore. one in Greeley, Colorado. Yeah. Wow. At the, at it the always Clarion felt Hotel. Like so, it was like a Florida, only a Florida chain. You're, you know? you're not laugh. I remember <laughs> the last we, time we go to Tony Roma's. I was at Tony Roma's. <laughs> you what? I remember the last time I was at Tony Roma's. Yeah. So as a kid, every once in a blue moon, like it was always like Red Lobster was like my yes, spot. That was yes. my jam. Yeah. But one time we go to Tony Roma's and it was the NBA finals. Okay. Okay. And this is how long ago it was, my friend, because I remember it so vividly. It was the Lakers and the Bulls. Wow. Michael Jordan versus Magic Johnson. Wow. Okay. Nice. And that, that was, at Tony Roma's? I was at Tony Roma's. The only reason I remember it is because Jordan did that famous play where he went up to the basket and switched hands. Oh. <laughs> and Omar just almost took out a planter there, bro. He was doing the... Look at the catch. And he, nobody caught it and saved it. Uh, <laughs> and so he put it back up. <laughs> that was the last time I was at Tony Roma's over 30 years ago, Oh, my bro. God. Wow. We had one in... I, you know, I grew up in North Miami, so... Um, Across from uh, La Bear, Solid Gold, right there, on, <laughs> so, <laughs> like you. La Bear was like Chip, Miami's Chippendales, <laughs> but and it was Solid, so, Gold, Solid Gold. Was, was the, it was, was a strip club that, but you walk, you can go to either yeah, side. They were it was split clubs. into two. Yeah, yeah, they had them together, and uh, one side was bachelor, bachelor, was, red party. You could go together and oh. right and split up, and you can like go to the Chippendales vibe, or you can go to the all yeah. all girls vibe. But there was a Tony Roma's right up against the. Uh, it was like US One, and then right behind it was a uh, the train tracks. 
So you're eating your steak, and then the train <laughs> rolls by, and everything's <laughs> like <laughs> hilarious. But I loved it. I've got so many good memories of Tony. It was always the spot that you went to when you, um, you know, a place for ribs was the was the yes. uh, the joke about, or yeah. the the, lo- the uh, slogan. But is for me or, and my family, it was kind of the spot you went to, and you're congratulated for something that you did or graduation or the one know. in Greeley. They just opened too, like oh, wow. only a couple of years ago. Oh no shit! Yeah, like the, they that restaurant had closed down. It was like a local restaurant, and then all of a sudden, and it's not like really pretty part of town either. And all yeah. of a sudden, a Tony Romas is in this like hotel Clarion, and we were like, "What the uh, fuck? I want I want to go back and try it because now, it's been that long. Yeah. It was so good back Live in the day. Do they exist in California? I don't know. I, I have don't no think idea. so. Because uh, there's so many damn good fucking restaurants it's, here. That, you know, yeah, there's so much, like, for steakhouses. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, You have to really come out here to the kind of the outside of L.A., though, to go to, like, chain restaurants. Like, I yeah. never thought I'd miss a chain restaurant, and I just drove by a Red Lobster on the way out here, and I was like, aw. Like, I miss <laughs> oh, it a man. little bit. I love, I love me some I Red love Lobster. I'll tell you what I do miss, and, uh, you know, I wish it, I wish it still existed in Florida. It only exists in one place here in Southern California. Um, it's called uh, Roadhouse Grill. Oh, Roadhouse okay. with the peanuts oh, and the whole bro. And they, it, It's not and Texas they, Roadhouse? It's no. Roadhouse? So hold on. Texas Roadhouse, Texas Roadhouse is like a ripoff. Because okay. I love this and yeah. this is a foodie scenario, okay. I'm going to go into it for like two seconds Do here. it. Roadhouse Grill was just called Roadhouse Grill in Miami. They okay. had one They had one location in North Miami that we would go to all the time. Peppercorn chicken oh. dinner was like my shit with the, with the rice peel, yellow rice pilaf and the fucking those big ass steak fries. Phenomenal, and everyone gets mad and like you go to a steakhouse to eat chicken, bro. <laughs> and their Dude. bread, their melted butter bread thing with the honey. Oh, forget it. Anyway, so that closes down. A few years later, I'm touring with Pitbull, and I'm like, man, maybe around the country there's Roadhouse Grill. There has to be, right? Oh, yeah. They split into two halves. It became Texas Roadhouse, oh. and then. Logan's Roadhouse, oh. and I went to the Texas Roadhouse. It's like Arby's and Hardee's, where they're both the same, but it exactly. just depends on where you are in the country. It depends on which part no, of NASCAR. No, not Hardee's, and, Hardee's you and Carl's Jr. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, oh, they're they're affiliated. They're the same shit. Yeah. Um, and I get to Nashville, and they have a Logan's Roadhouse, and I went, and it's exactly like the original Roadhouse Grill from Miami. Aww. And now I know that Logan's Roadhouse is the spot. Texas Roadhouse is a different, little different, not the same, not identical menu. Um. And then I moved to California in 2015. Oh, sorry, everybody. I love it. The kids back there. That's cool. It's, it's the best um, birth control ever. And then here, and then here, here was it. Yeah. I uh, here it is. I I get here. I move here, and I'm typing in my phone, and I'm like, shit, man. I wonder if there's a, a roadhouse. Yes, there is. Rancho Cucamongo, baby. Oh, really? Right off the 15 over there, where oh. the 15 and the 10 cross paths. There's a guitar center across the street, and there's a roadhouse, uh, Logan's Roadhouse. And I make it a thing to go there at least. Three times a year to just pull up. Oh. I'll drive all the way 51 minutes or whatever it is. I'm going oh. all the way over there. I love Logan's Roadhouse. If, if you could bring go. back one restaurant that doesn't exist anymore, what would it be? Doesn't exist anymore? Or it doesn't exist like, the, you know, like they don't have them in California, but. Yeah. You're, See, you the wish one, it was I, would is, I think initially when I was in Colorado, Red Lobster. They, sh- <laughs> Red Lobster. <laughs> yeah. they, sh- they shut down. Um, in our, at least in Greeley, they shut down the Outback Steakhouse. I know they still uh, exist. There's one in Burbank. There's one in Valencia. Let's, yeah. let's hit it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. But I haven't been to one because they had one in Greeley and they shut it down like right before I moved to Greeley. So they shut it down 11 years ago, 12 years ago, 13 years ago, whatever. And I'm, I haven't been to one since. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> I want the steak and lobster. Oh, man. Yeah. Is that how they say it? Lap, 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 it was like, no rules, just wrong. No lobster. rules, just lobster. wrong. That's all I say. It's lobster. Lobster. So I had to, like, so I had to dive into Fosters it. Fosters. Fosters. It's Australian for beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I love Outback Steakhouse. Oh, That's too, my bro. number two me right too. there. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, so it's funny you mentioned about having chicken at a steakhouse. Yeah. But the like no shit. The best chicken I have ever had mm-hmm. is at a steakhouse, and uh, it is it's owned by Nancy Silverton, who's a legend oh, here wow. in L.A. You know, she owns Osteria Mozza. She owns Pizzeria Mozza. Uh, she owns a place next to it called Kispaka, which is a Tuscan steakhouse, Italian steakhouse. And at Kispaka, they make a chicken yeah, with lemon <laughs> and paprika. And it comes on this giant piece of Italian bread. The chicken oh. is on top. It's covered in all the red powder and all the herbs and all that shit. And they throw it in the oven and all the juices just soak into it. So like pollo, pollo y sal. Yeah, dog. Oh. It is... One of the most so it's so funny. Well, a friend of mine, a restaurant restaurant owner in uh, in Miami, who yeah. used to work for Nancy Silverton, was in town and she was telling me she's like, "Have you had the chicken at Kispaka?" And I go, "No, it's a fucking steakhouse." She goes, "Do me a favor, I'll pay for it. Woo. If you don't if you don't like it, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for it. So just go go to Kispaka and get the chicken. It is like what I'm telling you. I, I, like I see pictures of it online. There's few things that I'll see a picture of, and I really like. You people be like, "This is mouthwatering." No, I'm just saying that to be nice. This, is... this shit. When I see the picture of it, my mouth just starts to fucking like salivate. So is it is it comparable or better than like Petitois? Their chicken uh, situation. They have a, a a chicken. I haven't had the chicken at like Petitois. an oven I've chicken only situation. Had but you know, oh, Petit Tois, good, you know, yeah. Petit Tois is a French restaurant. Yeah. And they're more than a steakhouse. Like, Kispaka is a steakhouse. A steakhouse, gotcha. It's yeah. a fucking, like, you walk in there, they've got the $250 dry aged ribeye that's oh, for wow. the table. You know, like that kind of vibe. Are they, they're, am I wrong? Is Pizzeria Mozza or the, the other half of the restaurant like a Michelin star? I don't know if they got rated? a order to Michelin star, so okay. bear with me. That I don't right, know. Right. I, may be uh, wrong. Th- I know they have, so the corner is Pizza Remolta, then Osteria yeah. Mozza, then Mozza to go. Okay. And then Kis- oh, no, sorry, then Kispaka, then Mozza to go. So she's got that whole corner, whole like, corner. dominated. If they just get rid of that, the little Apple store making, Apple store, like, fix it thing, place, oh, I know that, right. then yeah, yeah. they can just own the entire half of that block. And, and I'd- I fix it, you fix it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like the Apple Store fix. It's like we're pretending to be the Apple Store, <laughs> but we're really the like way feel like an Apple Store. Of Apple look, it's like gray and windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're tables. trying to be an Apple Store. <laughs> it's a front. It's a front. Yeah. It's a front for something. But no, they're like the Apple Store and the upside down of Stranger that, Things. Like, that there's like some of weird like, shit of Highland and Melrose is going to be popping in a few more years. Oh, it's, they're going to get rid of that Jiffy Lube oh, quick yeah. uh, oil change spot. Get rid of that. <laughs> And they already put a condo there, like a co- with like storefronts on the bottom. That Probably little little not. pocket's gonna be fire. Have you guys ever been to the Prince in no. Koreatown? No, what's that? It's famous, uh-uh. like it's a bar that's like featured on New Girl. Oh, dope. okay. Um, they've filmed a lot of movies there. It's very old school. It's very weird. They have like mermaid lamps. It's very dark. It's underground. That's the best uh-huh. chicken I've had out here. No way. Well, how do they do it? Uh, it's Korean fried chicken. Oh, per- yeah, yeah, um, that's amazing. So. And it, but it's not crispy. It's it's maybe it's roasted. I forget. It just I you were talking about it, and I was like, oh, now I want chicken, and I want to go down there. But I remember that really weird bar they filmed, The Prince. Google it sometime. We'll talk about it sometime. Well, that sounds it's like I'm. Hmm. It's really schnikies. That sounds so good. The Princess Bride. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That it's Princess like really Bride red, fried chicken. Old school red like leather boots everywhere oh yeah that's super lit. italian like yeah. the the yes. mobster shit i think i'm sure like they filmed some mobster movies down there wow. um, uh, allegedly filmed- allegedly guys <laughs> Alleg- sorry, sorry allegedly allegedly uh, allegedly, um, uh yeah <laughs> our last episode we got yeah. some good mob stories out of that <laughs> some one. good mob stories for, for like, all you listening out there that- i was told about this net this one episode that they're gonna air <laughs> well shit, by, I'm by the time so so guys uh if you're listening to this now and this is your first episode go back and listen to 
to uh, Johnny Russo on the podcast. Uh, oh yeah, and it's a very interesting. Uh, <laughs> I might actually. I, I think I skipped it. Interview. And now that I was told about it, I am for sure gonna go back. Well, and he always to gives this. it. Just listens to it very quickly. <laughs> so now he's got to go back and listen to it in like real speed. Yeah. That's the that's yeah. the move. That's the signature yeah, slow move. Slow it down. I like how we talked about triple speed. Have you? And I'm not promoting this man whatsoever, but have you ever heard Ben Shapiro at half speed? Oh my god. He sounds. Like he has a syndrome. It's the best thing. He ever. speaks so fast naturally. Yeah, so yeah. It, it sounds like he's drunk. Like he's completely wasted. He goes, yeah, you, you, right. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> Everybody get on. Don't I don't want to promote, but I just yeah, want to yeah. get you on and listen to him at half speed. He sounds drunk. First of all, I don't how do you listen to something at slower speed? Like, okay, if I open up Spotify or if it was I open an accident. Up, I clicked oh, it. Well, I you, but like, you know what I mean? Like, how do you slow it, shit down or, yeah. or speed it up? Maybe it's for people that only comprehend that. It's no, no, no. Literally, Apple how do you do it? Yeah. Is it is it on the fucking like? Is it on? I'm serious. I'm like, I have no oh, idea. How do you, oh yeah, yeah, you get three options. Yeah. Oh, there it is. One, oh well, look at that. Oh yeah, because I listen to it on Spotify. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, Got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure you could do that on Spotify too. The, the speed change. Um, but I've, I've accidentally hit uh, hit it also the, the slow and I, while I was listening to like a Rogan podcast and it was like so when you're taking so so his five hour podcast turned into <laughs> a twelve hour like podcast. Hour podcast. <laughs> Like, Jesus it was Christ. bad. It was bad. Yeah, no, that sounds like my worst nightmare. Um, Psilocybin. Is yeah. that, is that uh, mushrooms? The mushrooms, yeah, yeah. Have you taken mushrooms? I have. I love taking mushrooms. Yeah, I, I just I, tried it for the first time. I, if, I, if I can afford it, I would microdose on that shit all the time. She almost killed her dog with mushrooms. Yeah, my yeah. dog had a bunch Whoa. of them by accident. I think I might have overdosed on mushrooms. Like, like, I had too much. Yeah, I was... Uh, oh, in no. Miami, uh, they, they, you know, they, it's not like a mushroom, like... Um, what do you call it? Like the actual dried mushroom in a bag? Yeah. They give it to you, like they call it chocolongo, chocolate. Dipped, oh, yeah, that's what Lily uh, had. Dipped chocolate yeah. mushrooms. And then it, they kind of oh, no. curl it up and it looks like a cho- little chocolate. Two things oh, that wow. can trash your chocolate and mushrooms. Yeah. And uh, in my early years, my early hippie years, in the from between 2005 and 2008, somewhere, um, I played in the jam band in Miami. And. Um, we took a trip to a little hippies, little hippie city, and like a physical trip. Yeah, yeah, we we okay. jumped in a van. Well, that's a good question. We were abandoned in a, a van question. down by the river. Yeah. <laughs> we played a show, and it was my first time really going in on this. And I took just half, and then I kept on playing. Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need to let's let's do this again. Let's All right. So now again. I had a half, and then I chugged a whole of this thing. So I had a, a whole chocolate circle. They look like those little uh, little medallions, yeah. those Jewish chocolate things, mm-hmm. and a half of one. Okay. And um, two hours later, holy fuck! Oh no! Yeah. Jesus. What Jesus. happened? Do you remember? Shit was talking to me. Oh no! Um, <laughs> I I stayed up the whole night thinking I was gonna like die just because oh, I was so it like I went into a, a the the fridge at the hotel, ate everything. It was crazy. Um, and you didn't I go bankrupt from the prices in the minibar? <laughs> no. Well, somebody had to pay for it. <laughs> and and uh, um, well, the promoter had us there, but um, I couldn't control my facial um, wow. muscles. And so I was in a smile the whole time, which now I understand why hippies love that. The, the logo for a lot of hippies is like the yellow yeah. face with the happy smile. Yeah. I, I think I might have just went ham on the psychedelics and my face, my face muscles were like this the whole time. So... And I couldn't control. I had to rock my glasses so everyone would see me, and it was just like this. And I couldn't. Honestly, this would not stop. It wouldn't. Oh my god! It wouldn't 
go down or go away. It was just stuck in this position of smiley face. And then I went outside. And I was like, I need air. Like, I just gotta go outside. And I sat on the th- on the ground on the grass, and I looked up, and there's this tree. And I shit you not, the shit was like moving, like coming at me and coming back and forth. And I said, I want to listen to music while I'm on this shit. And I popped in these like my little in ear things. At that time, you know, it wasn't uh, to buy an iPod was a lot of money. So yeah. I had like a you know a little mp3 player wannabe ipod thing yeah and i had like all my fusion jazz songs on there where it sounds like we're going to hell it's like steve Vai and all these different like cool things that i wanted to hear and it was the most amazing experience to hear really cool music mm-hmm. while i was on a psychedelic trip that sounds nice i could hear the mix of like oh the i was like oh the tambourine the tambourine's right here and the snare drums down here and the kick drums in the center. Like, I geeked out. It I can't was, wait for the people to see the video. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was great. It made me appreciate uh, the mix in a song more. It was super geeky shit, but it was amazing. And I stayed up all morning. Wow. Didn't go to sleep for, for 24 hours, maybe more than 24 hours. Oh, my God. That's, I just stayed yeah. up. I just stayed up, and I was like, I need to experience. I want to try experience everything. I walked all the way to the beach. This is, oh, the city's called New Smyrna Beach, Florida. It's actually, they have an estuary where sharks go and mate and lay their, uh, or have their, their, not lay their eggs. No, they lay like a, it looks like a tamal. It looks like a, like a, like a shell thing where the shark lives. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do their business and then their shark population, they have a serious issue there with people getting uh, bitten by sharks in New Smyrna Beach, uh, Florida, because... There's the estuary that the, the sharks is go. Is that Gulf Coast or Atlantic it's, side? Uh, Atlantic side, yeah. Okay, sorry. If you look it up, New Smyrna Beach, like yeah. that's like what they're known for is just shark attacks. Because the, there's a huge, the water feels great. You know, it's... it's well, New it's, Roll. Yeah. It's not going the water Don't go to yeah. the water there. New Roll. But the surf is nice there. And you go further oh. north and you get to like Daytona and people like surfing at Daytona too. Go to Daytona. Uh, go, to- <laughs> yeah, go to Daytona. That's <laughs> the only beach. Like, I don't know if it's the only beach in the United States, but I think it's the only beach in Florida you can actually drive your car on the sand. Uh, oh. Is Daytona Beach. Oh, shit. Yeah. I want to do that. Yeah, you can actually take your car out to. I well, you, you used do. to be able to. Bro, uh, now I can. <laughs> now you do. <laughs> For Floridians, anyone going to Florida, if you have a little bit of time in Florida, go to Miami, check out the beach, and then go to Daytona Beach. They are two totally different worlds. Night like, and day. Like culturally. It oh, is night like, and day. Yeah, where very the fuck different. am I? <laughs> it's a totally different vibe. Yeah, very. Uh, so you met, it's funny, you reminded me of something. So you mentioned, uh, you know, Van Down by the River. Oh, a yeah. second ago, uh, for the for those of you who don't know, uh, Van Down by the River, famous sketch uh, from Saturday Night Live. Uh, Chris Farley <laughs> playing in a band. Yeah, he's like, uh, <laughs> I am. Hi, my name's Matt Foley, and I'm a motivational speaker. Right. <laughs> so you know, the reason I bring this up is, do you know who wrote that sketch? No, 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 not at all. Nobody does, right? Yeah. So that sketch was written by a guy named Bob Odenkirk. Huh. If Bob Odenkirk sounds familiar, it's because he plays Better Call Saul. He plays Saul Goodman oh, on wow. on A&E's Better are, Call this, Saul. This is like his early years. He was a writer a on writer. SNL. Wow. He was also one of the guys that in this famous sketch, The Bears. I love him. Uh, so he's he's one of the he's a Chicago a Chicago uh, a comedian, uh, you know, sketch performer or whatever. And he wrote Matt Foley motivational speech. He wrote that sketch. Wow. He is off of SNL. And the year after he is off of SNL is when that sketch comes out. Oh, wow. 
So the most successful, well, he wrote a bunch of iconic. It was shit, iconic, yeah. But that sketch is iconic. You get kids that'll see that sketch now and be, you know, they don't even know Chris Farley's dead. As Farley to why now, I'm like, I'm yeah. in a band, so in a band, living down so, by you know, the river. As, as yeah. a, you know, it, I, I compare that to being a songwriter in the sense where like nostalgia. Well, no, he he wrote a song, right? But he's not getting any of the accolades of writing that song. Mm. People in the business know that he wrote that fucking song, right? Yeah, I got People, you. the comedy writers, they're like, bro, Odenkirk is a genius writer. But no but one's lifting up that curtain. Nobody's going, oh. lifting up that curtain. It, 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 do you ever get into like a, I know if I was a songwriter and I, yeah. you know, because I want credit, I'm sorry. It's like, I'd feel like a, a, you know, how do you get through that as somebody who was an artist, then a songwriter, Man. and then, you know, obviously a paycheck is great. Yeah, but there was a, a human situation. I, mean, I know what you're getting at. There was a situation recently, about two months ago, that a song that I wrote two years ago came out, and they left two thirds of the writers off of the fucking song what? on the credits of the song, and it happens all the time. So you can't really, you can't really get upset at it. And the thing is, once it's happened more than once, you kind of just get used to it. So well, then no, I mean, you get your team, you get your team and, and your your people involved before you start going to like, I'm getting well, a lawyer. Odin, Odenkirk gets credit for it. It's not about that. It's more right. of just like the people knowing. Kind of like, you know, Sia writing all of these great songs for and other people. Or Bruno it. Mars yeah. writing. That's what we heard. That, that was really interesting with them. Um, and that interview's out by now, too. The, uh, oh, Gerardo. Uh, Gerardo. He yeah. was sitting yeah. there saying like. He was recording with Bruno Mars as a, a writer. As right? a writer, yeah. As a writer. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He, he like hits himself now because he's like, I should yeah. have seen yeah. it. I should have seen it. I mean, <laughs> he wrote the song "Fuck You," and that is such an, a oh, yeah. legendary Green, Barkley yeah. song. Yeah. Well, the the great thing about Bruno is um, he's a phenomenal writer, but he also his vocal on demos sell the product. So you know, I'm sure CeeLo heard the song and heard Bruno's voice as the demo. Um, if that was a situation, or maybe CeeLo was there when they wrote it together. Sometimes that happens, yeah. sometimes it doesn't work that way. Um, but I do know there was a time period where Bruno Mars was out of his deal with Universal Motown, and he was just a songwriter for, for about five years, and he was co-writing or writing and cutting demos, and people were hearing all his stuff through the industry, and it's just like, who's this guy? Oh, the demo sounds so good. Oh, my God, I love it. Um, I'll send you guys a link. Uh, of a of an interview with his A and R at the time, just for him as a writer, not not him as a, an artist yet. Um, he's a, an incredible ex- uh, executive um, who's now running Warner Records here in Los Angeles. Um, he's like one of the youngest um, record executives to ever take on a contract with a major. Um, so I'll find it. I'll send you guys the link. But the Bruno Mars story is actually described by this man, and he killed it. He explained the whole thing. Of where where he found Bruno, how he mm-hmm. believed in him, where he was denied a billion times because they couldn't figure out what to do with Bruno. Great voice, but we don't know how to market or work this. But damn, such a good voice. And this guy fought for him to be like either the feature on these songs or whatever that was, you know, just whatever the situation yeah. needed. Instead of going and getting a bigger feature like Justin Timberlake, it was like, no, I want Bruno to be the feature for these songs. If not, we, we don't move forward. Right. He fought for him. And then there we go. We've got... Yeah. My favorite. I can't sing it, but there you go. Gorilla. It's my favorite song. He's a talented guy. Yeah. He's a super he's extremely talented guy. Talented. I yeah. like, he says that every song he writes, he wants it to be, he envisions the performance. He wants it to be a performance. Yeah. I got no a good Bruno Mars story if I can yeah. go there. Yeah. Um, I might not have mentioned this on the on our last podcast, but I was playing um, in 2010. Uh, they flew us down to do um, MTV, like MTV Spring Break in Al- Acapulco. And it was. Of, you know, Alcapulco's always been very hot for the you know tourists. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. 
Like, don't go there. I had a great time. Uh, we all had a great time. And they brought MTV down there and they flew people in for the, the spring break thing. It was 2010. We're doing it. Uh, uh, spring break uh, MTV. It's like us, you know, with Pit, the band Pitbull. And then, you know, Lil Wayne and like his whole Nicki Minaj, Drake. I met Drake there for the first time. Um, and I'm at Soundcheck. And I see a dude sitting over. Oh, B.O.B. was also there, by the way. That was the artist, one of the other artists performing. Um, and in Soundcheck, we would go like ballistic fusion, like like playing super out of control, but you know, on an intelligent level for us to have fun. It was the only place where we can really stretch out. Stretching out is when you play outside of you know the, the norm. I get off and I walk. You have to get off the stage and then walk across the pool and get back to the hotel. And I walk across and a kid stops me and he's like. Hey man, uh, you sound great. Like, what? What's your name? I'm Omar. He's like, they call me Bruno. I was like, what's your name? Like, oh, they call me Bruno. But my real name's like Pete, whatever. But um, can we like hang out for a second and exchange information and stuff? Like, my brother plays drums in my band, and we're just getting getting you know the wheels turn turning and like we're we're moving forward with my solo project and my my brother is is in the band and he's the drummer and I want some, maybe you can help him out with some gear right touring gear i said dude of course anything i could do and i was like i didn't put two and two together that he was the stage name is bruno mars and he was there to perform with bob which that song is the song that bob had featuring bruno mars i didn't put it together until i finally went back to my room and i talked to our dj he's like bro i played you that record like 10 months ago before it came out that's bruno (laughs) mars yo you kidding me and from that point on we became really cool, like me, his, his brother. Um, I used to fly to L.A. all the time to work, and I would take his brother to the companies that I was endorsed with and give him an opportunity to meet them and hang out and tell them, look, this guy works with Bruno Mars. This is Bruno Mars' brother. He's going to be a fucking great drummer, like touring and playing and performing. Get involved with him now. He's going to be big. They're going to be playing you know, eventually. Like, you, know, you, yeah. you, you dream big. The Super Bowl, this and that. Lo and behold, a few years later, they're playing the Super Bowl, and Bruno Mars is playing on the but drums. Bruno Mars has another band called he, Silk Sonic. That's like the, that's now. Shit up. Yeah, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, it, it, it all becomes something yeah. bigger down the road. So, um, thankfully, I kept in contact. And like you know, in his early years, he'd come to Florida, do performances at Live and shit. When Live used to have like live acts on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, and um, and we're there in like his VIP, and I would I, back back then. Before COVID, I would when I see people and that I look really love, I give. I'm a tall guy, so I give them a big hug and I lift them like a, a big bear hug. Yeah. You know, um, I don't really do that shit anymore. But like, <laughs> just out of like a sign of like I appreciate you. Yeah. You know, aside from music. Yeah. We're cool. Yeah. And um, I would do that to him all the time. He's like, oh, here comes the hug, <laughs> lift him up and shit, cause he's super little. But yeah. man, what a great dude! Aside from him being a talent, he's um, he's a teddy bear. He's just a really good Aww. dude. And his brother is awesome too. Um, I love both those dudes. They're great people, great musicians, and just great people all around. So, shout out to to Bruno Mars. He's a good guy. Now, when you write a song, and I'm I'm so curious because of, of like kitchen stuff, right? If you if you if you make, you know, if you if you're cooking, right? You make everything in the same kitchen. You know, yeah. sometimes a song is written with the writers here, the performer there. The is there is there a trick that you have to? Because I almost feel like you want to be in the room with the artist there too. Sure. You want to have that full collaboration. How how do you make that work? The writing side of it, right? Yeah, the writing side yeah. of it. Um, how do you make 
the the song I can't start imagine work. giving you the chicken and you fry the chicken, but you're frying the chicken at another house, and then Megan and I are making the side chili over here, and then at the end it becomes this dish, right? Most all right, I'll, man. I'm gonna give away a little secret here, but fuck it. Um, most people just start a song with the chord progression in a tempo, right? Mm-hmm. And from there they start hearing a melody, mm-hmm. and then they start thinking, well, uh, maybe a storyline or a, what would be your lyrics. And sometimes they start hearing like the verse first. And I think what's more important is what's the hook of the song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got to know what, what, we're t- what we're talking about. So writing a list of song titles first down that you want to sing about is important. Second to that is how do I make the song title sound like a melody in the hook? So now you got to start thinking about what that's going to be. And think about writing the hook of the song first, not the verses, not the pre-chorus, none of that other stuff. Just focus on what the hook, the hook is, because obviously it's called a hook because that's what hooks people in, right? Or a chorus, that's what's going to be, you know, people are going to sing along to it. There's a difference between a hook and a chorus. But anyway, that's another conversation. But I think that's what's the most important. And you want to, if you're in, that's just if you're writing a song in the room with writers. If you're writing a song with an artist, you kind of want to ask them the question like, would you sing this live? If we're about to write about this topic and about this thing, do you feel comfortable singing about this topic live? As Do you feel it's like your, it's going to be your song? Yeah, you can and own you, it. Yeah, exactly. And you're going to sing that thing for the next, for your lifetime. Yeah. And, and you're, you're going to hear love it sung back at you while you're on stage. Yeah. Right. So that's a question I ask a lot of artists. And sometimes I forget to ask before, <laughs> before we start writing and we kind of write maybe not a great song, but it's a song, you know? Um, but that's, those are imp- two important things for me. Write the hook first. Then read everything else Shit. after. Well, we learned from Gerardo, you just need one fucking <laughs> song that could blow up. One smash. And, and you're good and for you, 20 to 30 years. Yeah, yeah, you're good. good. For life. Uh, Omar, where can people find you in a non-creepy way? Uh, well. <laughs> check out <laughs> my I'm saying that just because Megan is here. Because she'll fucking <laughs> hunt you down. I will find you. I'm a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, my OnlyFans. No. Now Instagram has like, subscribe to... I can't, man. I keep getting <laughs> these shits Instagram's pop up. Instagram's trying to turn like, it to oh, OnlyFans now. This person right. has subscribed yeah. content and I'm like, I could... I, like, maybe, I didn't see that. Maybe yeah. for the podcast we could create something. It just but, started like a week ago. That's stupid. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. Like, I was I was like, I was no. like, to me, it's, I don't know. I have my OnlyFans and then I have my Instagram. Well, now, Insta- now Instagram has... <laughs> now Instagram's gonna have both. A lot more yeah. followers on Instagram. Uh, so, besides your OnlyFans, so can you can find, find you? me at OT Scribbles on Insta- on Instagram. Yeah, that's kind of just where my a lot of the, the main stuff is. Uh, for the project we got going on, we're gonna start doing uh, you know TikTok and um, it's gonna entail a lot of playing. You know, that me and my buddy Mark Pelly we're we're like musician yeah. musicians, and so we're gonna have some fun and content that people are gonna love to want to watch and and share. You know. Uh, that, I think that's important. And, yeah. and when you know, if people are listening now and they're like, "Shit, man!" You, you know, since you're not the artist on Spotify or on Apple, and yeah. let's say they want to hear some of the songs that so, you participated in, what you know? Yeah, I will have a page for my own songwriting stuff, um, like a link. Mm-hmm. You know, link, and these are like the list. I have to create that. Obviously, it's like a playlist or whatever. But um, for the music that's about to come out, August 26th, the first single is called "Future Ex-Wife." <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go. It's cheeky. <laughs> and then. Um, um, uh, the band is called The Bromigos. Oh. It's kind of play a little play on the word there. Uh, but, no, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We're the, we're the Bromigos. Uh, it's just the two of us, me and my friend Mark Pelly. 
And um, we're going to give it a shot and see what happens. We think awesome. we're, we're happy about what we're making, and it's fun. It's great music. Uh, I may have heard some uh, yeah. of it, and I really, really enjoyed it. Thanks, yes, I you. may have heard some of it, you know. Yeah. Don't get me in trouble, but I may have heard. I'm not. I'm not saying anything <laughs> except that I really enjoyed it, Thanks, and I loved it, and it made me. Uh, and it's real feel you're, good. You're stuff. definitely a second listen person. I when I watched, it. I was watching you listen to something. You, I, I'm the same way. I can listen to it the first time. My brain is bubbling, and yeah. I need to hear it again. Yeah, to go. Ah. Well, the thing is, we're listening to it in the car outside, and yeah. I'm like, wait, no, I have to. I have questions for Omar. I got to write down some notes. Yeah. I have stuff. So I'm like, hold on. So I'm gonna listen to it also on yeah. the way out of here. Uh, Omar, yeah. I, you know, besides being a friend and a brother, but I love you to death. Love you too, man. And Megan and I are so happy that you yeah. came. Thank you, Megan. Spend love some you time too, sweetheart. I love you too. With you guys us are super here. Cool. Uh, thanks to uh, Pacific Play Brewery for having us. Yeah. Uh, Megan's about to to perform. So you know. Yeah. We're in a, and not on our OnlyFans. No. She's gonna be <laughs> singing. And was up on the screen. Where I was like, "What's up? What? That's so that? cool! You got like a gig um, in, a, in a venue. I love that, <laughs> guys. Sincerely, I know we say it and you forget, but please, if you have two seconds now while you're listening to the show, uh, review, rate, subscribe, and like, share, and all subscribe. The difference in the world uh, to us. And please, oh. yeah, what's up? Go. We have a Patreon where you can watch the videos of our full interviews. That's right. Oh. That's right. Thank you for the Patreon. reminder. Patreon.com/slash/killthebottle. Subscribe. It's only five dollars a month, and you can see all of these yes. interviews. I love all it. of the videos, whether it's Laz Alonzo, Martina McBride, Craig Coffee, Kilborn, Craig Kilborn, uh, Johnny Russo, Omar. <laughs> well, now, you can see his yeah. Bass Pro Shops hat. Yeah. So show your sandals there, bro. It's only for the five people bucks at home, that helps us keep there going. There it is. Look at that sandal, bro. Those are some traction. <laughs> like he beat up a tank and <laughs> stole the fucking treads and made shoes. All right. Uh, Till next week, guys. Thank you. 